welcome to the Nocturne Disciples at Home podcast. I am your host, Millicent Iswala. Our podcast is committed to empowering parents to take the role of the primary disciple maker in their homes. This is truly God's intent in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. For parents to take an active and consistent role in nurturing the faith of their children. You know, growing up, my parents were, they were great parents, but I remember them taking us to church and then going back home. They thought that the church was mainly responsible for teaching us about faith, why they took care of everything else we needed. I later realized that lots of other parents in our church did the same thing. They thought the church should do most of the teachings. This made me wonder, why should the church, where we only spend a couple of hours on Sundays, have a bigger influence in our children than our own family, where we spend most of our time together? Why? If you are a parent listening to me, I want to let you know that no one has more significant potential to influence or shape your child's spiritual direction than you. Let me provide an overview of the wide range of topics we will be delving into in our podcast conversations. Our discussions will encompass various aspects of parenting and faith building. We'll be talking about topics like how to build the family of faith routine and of Christian values. We have to embrace the ideas that parenting does not require perfection, rather a commitment of growth to nurturing our children. We'll be talking about topics like parenting in a digital age, how to leave uh, a lasting legacy, uh, raising resilient children in a complex world, effective communication with children, how to balance discipline and love, how to support parents nurturing prodigal children, how to find guidance and, and encouragement for parents facing the challenges of nurturing children who have gone astray. These topics encompass a holistic approach to parenting and faith building, offering insights and strategies to help you navigate the complexity of raising a family in today's world while staying true to your Christian values. I would like to inform you that in the initial weeks, I will be the sole host of this podcast. As we move forward, we will be bringing various experts to share their insights on related topics. So feel free to drop your questions in the Q&A section and we will do our best to incorporate them into our upcoming discussions. Okay, let's start today's podcast. Welcome to the first episode. Today we are going to be talking about parenting in a digital age. Raising children has always been a challenging task. But guess what? With the widespread of smartphones and emergence of social media, mm, that has added 
a new layer of complexity to the intricacies of raising children. No wonder uh, Andy Crouch, that's the author of The Tech Family, he says that most parents believe technology is the main reason why raising kids today is more complicated than in the previous years. Indeed, parents recognize the pressing needs for assistance and guidance. Having worked with children of different age groups, I can wholeheartedly attest to the validity of this sentiment because I hear the same cry from the same cry of help from parents where technology is concerned. The devices, the application and social media platforms that our children use in their quest for relationship, they can actually yield both favorable and unfavorable outcomes. I was talking to a parent last week and I said, technology is similar to a double-edged sword with both positive and negative outcomes. On one hand, technology can enhance uh, the children's sense of connection with others. And on the other hand, they may also give rise to the feelings of isolation and detachment. I would like to delve into some research to ensure our information is accurate. Uh, according to a comprehensive survey conducted in 2018 by the Pew Research Center, it was revealed that an overwhelming 95% of teenagers falling within the age of 13 to 17 possess smartphones. 95% of teenagers falling within the range of 13 to 17, they have smartphones. Besides, an equivalent percentage of 97% are actually engaged with at least one of the seven prominent online platforms, highlighting the intense presence of technology and online interactions among these demographics. In addition, the Berner research author conducted research that shows that on average, young people aged 15 to 23 spend 2,767 hours each year engaging with screen media, while their exposure to spiritual content amounts only to 153 hours. Even among those within this age group who attend church, their annual exposure to spiritual content remains relatively low to 291 hours. The next discovery is deeply concerning. Cyberbullying has emerged to a significant global issue that possesses unique challenges for today's generation. As a parent, I recently had a candid conversation with my two children. I was telling them the challenges they face today differ from those we encountered in the past. When I was their age, I didn't receive my first cell phone till I was, I think, around 28, 29, which was uh, back in 2002. During our childhood, we spent a lot of time playing outdoors with families and friends. Uh, there were no social media, which meant that our lives were generally more private. According to a comprehensive survey conducted by Microsoft in 2021, 
approximately 17% of the respondents worldwide reported experiencing online harassment, with 10% acknowledging that they had fallen victim to online bullying. In recent years, peer aggression has evolved significantly. And this is as a result of the widespread adoption of information and communication technology. This transformation has led to several high-profile cases where teenagers subjected to online harassment and mistreatment sometimes terribly choose to end their own lives. Listen, parents, this data underscores the urgent need for parents to equip their children with the skills and the knowledge necessary to navigate the digital world safely and responsibly. Please allow me to share a touching story that goes along with this last research. In 2020, during the COVID-19 pandemic, I participated in an online women's conference. In this virtual meeting, something very emotional happened that left a big impact on everyone that was present. One brave participant shared openly and bravely a deeply sorrowful experience of losing her only child to suicide. She explained that her child got a child was caught up in comparing the real world to the fake world that they see on social media. When she talked about her feelings, it was hard not to be moved by how open and honest she was. She honestly admitted that she didn't feel equipped to address this difficult situation. A feeling that I could that I could relate to. Our unintentional oversight of warning signs reminded us of the importance of giving parents the information and resources they need to prevent such terrible tragedies from happening again. Our unintentional disregard reminds us that parents need to know more and have better tools to stop such terrible things from happening again. This story deeply resonated with me, highlighting the urgent need of providing parents with the tools to prevent such heart-wrenching experiences in the future. Listen, these studies and this story, they're not actually meant to instill fear, but rather to raise awareness about the potential dangers of technology when it is misused. It is essential to understand that technology, when used responsibly, can bring about numerous benefits and advancement. However, it is equally crucial to recognize the risk and challenges it poses when not used the right way. Listen, there's no need to be overwhelmed. We can employ practical strategies to connect with our children and prepare them for the success in this constantly evolving digital landscape. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Teach your children right from wrong. So when they are grown, they will still do right. That's from the contemporary English version. 
teach your children right from wrong. So when they are grown, they will still do right. Amen. So are we ready for the strategies? The first strategy is uh, one valuable piece of advice. Um, I learned it from Brian Hossman. Uh, that's the author of Tech Savvy Parenting. This advice revolves around unique challenges, unique challenges posed by the digital age for today's children and teenagers. Hossman underscores the fact that the current generation of people has grown up in a world saturated with technology. In response, he encourages parents to take proactive steps. Like what I was talking about earlier, we have to take proactive steps in equipping ourselves with thorough understanding of various technological communication methods. Like we have to learn technological methods like Facebook, video chatting, and so on and so forth. When my children became teenagers, I tell you, I, I had to start learning new stuff that I was not used to. It was challenging, but it's worth the price. And as I was doing this study, I found uh, a website that can be very helpful to parents. Please check out Parent Zone. It's a parenting organization and is dedicated to helping families make the most of their online worlds. They offer free services and resources to parents, families, and professionals who work with them. Please check out parentzone.org.uk. Uh, they had great articles there, great resources that can be very helpful to us as parents. Uh, another strategy is parents can set boundaries, setting boundaries. We as parents can establish clear rules and guidelines for screen time and online activities. We can define where and when devices can be used and even for what purpose. Consistency is the key to enforcing these boundaries. When my kids became teenagers and we were ready to give them a cell phone, my husband and I came up with the idea of no cell phones in the car while we're driving as a family. We made it known to them that when we come together for meal times, uh, there will be no cell phones. When we go to a restaurant together, we cannot bring out our cell phones. Then we set a time when phones have to go on the charging stations. That means no phones in the bedrooms. Kids cannot, they cannot sleep with their phones overnight. Those are some of the rules we gave them. But like I said, as I was doing the research about this topic, I also found um, a website that is very helpful. This website is called, it's called freeteenhelp.com. On this website, there's a page that has the teen cell phone agreement. It is so powerful. I really enjoy going over it. Thank you so much, teenhelp.com, for putting together this teen cell phone agreement. You can print it out and use it for your teenagers before you give them the cell phone. Let them know the reason why you will be giving them the cell phone. Just create some boundaries around technology where children are concerned. So this is a very helpful website. Please take your time and print out the teen cell phone agreement. The third strategy I want to talk about is as parents, it's also crucial for us to model the kind of behaviors that we want to see in our children. I saw a report that says that um, adults typically log on, they log on to their devices 
an average of 86 times each day. Can you believe that? Adults, they log onto their devices an average of 86 times a day, each day, to encourage a healthier digital habits. We as parents should begin by limiting our own screen time and prioritizing quality face-to-face interactions. You know, children learn little by words, but many by examples. We can't tell them, oh, you're always on your cell phone all day and we're doing the same thing. You know, we have to model the behavior that we want to see in them. One helpful approach is to use apps that can help you monitor your cell phone usage, allowing you to be more mindful of your screen time. I have one app that I've been using to monitor my screen usage. We're all a work in progress and the Lord will continue to help us as we do our parts as parents. Another strategy is to foster open communication with children about digital experiences. We as parents, we have to encourage our children to you know, talk about online experiences, not just positive experiences, but also negative experiences. We as parents can create environment where our kids can feel comfortable sharing concerns and questions. We can also check out what our children are watching online. Who are they talking to online? Is it classmates? Is it friends in town? Is it someone abroad? Is it strangers they're talking to? We have to take time to monitor who who are they talking to and what are they doing online? Where are they going online? We have to check out the websites, the platforms that they're going online. Monitor what they're doing. And if you feel your child spends a significant amount of time staring at their phone screen, take that opportunity to initiate conversations or share valuable advice and information. You know, there was a time my daughter was talking about a content that was posted on, on social media about the design, the original design for marriage. And when I listened to what she said, it was a great opportunity for me to help her understand how God actually designed marriage from the beginning. Another strategy is to establish a tech-free Sabbath. We can designate specific times or days for unplugging from screens, just to allow our family to rest, reflect, and deepen our spiritual connections. We can use that time for worship, prayer, and spend quality time bonding together as a family. We have tried this strategy in our house, and it's something that really, really worked. The strategy works Just once in a while, we just decide we're going to put everything away, cell phones away, computers away, and we just come together in a room and it's just us. We're there face to face and we discuss about life. We ask them what is going on in their lives. We have fun. We play, just, we play together. We talk together. We catch up about their schoolwork what is happening with them and their friends. Also, we can discuss online content with our children, like 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, test everything, hold fast what is good. So parents, teach your children how to discern the content they encounter online. Encourage discussions about what they see, what they hear, what they read, helping them filter out harmful influences. 
and focus on what is edifying and godly. Lastly, I'm going to talk about just educating them about online safety. Parents, please and please teach your children about online safety, including privacy setting, sharing personal information and recognizing and reporting online threats or cyberbullying. Make sure they understand the importance of not sharing personal information with strangers. I think because of time, I'm going to stop here, uh, suggesting that this complex issue can be fully addressed and resolved in just one episode will not do justice to the ongoing challenges that many parents encounter daily. So I will have another uh, episode on this same topic, maybe in a couple of weeks from now. I hope you enjoyed this first episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of it. Uh, Please feel free to share this audio podcast. And I will see you. I will talk to you again next time. Bye and remain blessed.